something about the love of the father isn't there that just absolutely overrides everything well there is there is and you know just seeing the whole message of the gospel in that context is just yeah. so amazing you know that that what people think about Christianity and sometimes people have a negative idea of what that is and really what it is <laughs> it's about our Heavenly Father offering us connectedness to Him and His love yeah. So what's so wow. terrible about that? It's not the way we're made, isn't it? Like in our chemistry, we're just made to be connected to our Creator. Well, this and is it's it. like when, when we're not, we're just like a fish up a tree. We're just kind of in the wrong, wrong place. We're not functioning right. Well, what um, we're what we're doing is we're we're looking. We have this hunger in us for a relationship with our Father, mm-hmm. but we're not if we're not able to find that we're substituting all kinds of other things especially relationships with people you know and and the what problem do you mean we've got wrong expectation of what we can get out of them or well or you know i mean we were created for unconditional love and acceptance mm-hmm. and and we kind of look for that from people i mean we never quite get that do we well, it's very unfortunate for the people that we, you know, that we look uh, for it from, because yeah. you know they're just human beings like like us. They have the same needs as we have, and although human love is 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 great, sooner or later it gets to the point where the unconditional bit disappears. Mm. Yeah, and then right. we get into all kinds of other uh, things, control um, battles, yeah. and and so on. Yeah, things things that are rooted in insecurity and people trying to manipulate each other or use each other and all this craziness, you know, that goes on everyday life for many people. But uh, it's so toxic but, in one way, isn't it? Well, it is, and it, but it's especially toxic because it doesn't give us the very thing that we were created for, which is yeah. this relationship with our Father. Mm. Yeah, wow. So and, that's, uh, and that's the wonderful, the wonderful thing, and that's the wonderful message of the Gospel, that, you know, whatever is the lack, whatever is the deficit that would disqualify us from that connection with our Father, God so loved us that he sent Jesus to die on the cross to pay the price for that lack and for that deficit. Yeah, I think, Dave, people subtly change that message to this. They, they say, well, look, get your act together, you know, and they say, be good and, you know, maybe you'll get an, an audience with God then or an innings with God when you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and smarten Which, up yourself. Now, look, I do understand the need for repentance. You know, the word of God is very clear on that. But in many ways, it's not how people, I don't know, Dave, is it how some people can enter into this relationship with God? You do have to turn away from sin, but the um, you really have to know how much you're valued, I believe, by God. To, to Otherwise, you're just going to run 100 miles from him. Same way Adam in, in the garden ran and hid from God. I mean, God loved him. 
after the fall he loved him but it's like okay there was a separation came in so uh, what are your thoughts on that well turn it the other way around then and um, you know in terms of when you're talking about repentance it's like I mean what do we have to do we have to surrender to his to the God who is love and sur- surrendering to him means you know turning our lives over to him but you have yeah. to, you know in order to receive love that's unconditional you have to surrender to it because it's not going to be rammed down your throat you're not going to be coerced you're not going to be manipulated why right. well because it's yeah. unconditional uh-huh so the only way you can have it is to surrender yeah that's a big ask for some people you know um well, well when i say it's a big ask it's like everything they've been educated about everything they've been taught everything they've been told fights against that idea of surrendering you know it's heard and spoken so often the idea of you know make your own life and you know and do it your way and you know and get by independently i mean mm. it's like independence seems to be a modern thing you know that that, that it's it's flagged as a, a the ultimate virtue and yet the way we're made by god is is he's made us to be dependent um do you remember uh, cain and abel that story and uh and uh, cain killed abel right yeah. jealousy and anger and bitterness and rage and murder in his heart and then uh when god says your brother's blood cries out from the ground you know yeah and, and um <laughs> you know cain said am i my no he's he was asked, where's your brother? And he says, well, am I my brother's keeper? Mm. Boy, you could dissect that one, couldn't you? Well, because indeed. He was like, he was saying, well, well I'm, I'm, a, I'm an independent republic here. What are you talking to me about my brother? Yeah. And yet the desire of God is family, is relationship, is togetherness, all these things. And um, I mean, even when we just look at the natural world, we see this connectedness. Yeah. displayed Completely. everywhere everywhere everything's interconnected yeah Nothing even survives you know, on like its own just dries up and shrivels <laughs> believe it on its own uh and uh i've heard it i think i don't remember where i heard it but i heard something about when there was um you know when people are in kind of friendship and relationships and things and they've done cat scans and they've seen how the amazing activity goes on in the brain when people are together you know mm. and that you know new connections are being made in the brain and you know it's really healthy and positive and good you know now take the other side of that coin and we are tragically in a world where there's so many lonely people particularly in the cities uh, as well as the country and there's um you know it's it's not right for people to be alone god said that you know it's not right for people to be living in scared and up behind triple locks in a in a in a little apartment or something, there's something not right about that. Mm. Um, you know, God's desire is that people would be together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily all the time. It's nice to get a little bit of headspace once in a while. But you know what I'm talking about, Dave. Well, uh, to be constantly alone is, is 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 dysfunctional. Not judging anyone here, but it's it's just not good for the health. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I well, mean, fear plays into it, I believe. 
you know, people are afraid of others. People are afraid to make relationships, are afraid to kind of be friends or hang out with people or whatever it is, you know, and and, and it, it it leads to increasing isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and very often, you know, it's the it's that sense of personal inadequacy that um, makes it so difficult to be, uh, you know, to connect with with other people uh, yeah, because we right. think we just don't measure up. People uh, think they're not good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, not strong enough or not able to look out for yourself enough. Um, yeah. And uh, and many people are just um, driven into that kind of alienation by by feelings like that. It's you know, it's a tragic, tragic thing. And but the amazing thing is that you know when when we enter into that connectedness with God, when we enter into that connectedness, then, yeah. um, you know, that that um, changes our whole appear- uh, our whole view of ourselves and changes... Yeah, what, what would you say, yeah, what would you say, Dave, if there was a listener right now who's listening and is just feeling extremely isolated, very much on their own, unloved and un- afraid of kind of being friends, feeling they're not adequate. What would you say to them, Dave, directly? Well, I mean, the first thing I would say is, you know, that the the truth is that they are incredibly special and precious to God, mm-hmm. and that He has uh, that it's His desire to have this relationship with them, where there is a uh, a life-changing connection with them and out of that comes a whole different uh, view of of yourself and your value and out of that comes a ability to interact with other people um, you touched on something dave there that's really huge but it's so huge it's hard for people to grasp it it's the idea that the creator of the universe uh, god almighty desires relationship with you he wants to be with you he wants he loves you and he wants you to love him back you know to have that good relationship with him that's just blows your mind away because if if a famous person if 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 word came to you dave that some famous world person or some you know some some great icon in society you know said i really want to know david o'rourke i really want to be friends with him You'd be like, whoa, you know, it would blow your head off, you know, the idea of it. But how much more so the creator yeah. of the universe? Yeah. Desiring and to know little old David O'Rourke, <laughs> you know? And, you know, the question that, that arises for me about, you know, this human being who wants to know me is, well, what does he want? Yeah, what's, what's in it for what, him? <laughs> yeah, why, do, why does he want to know me? And... When, it's, when the question is directed towards God, why does God want to have this relationship with me? The answer is very simple, very simple. It's yeah. just that that's the way he is. And that wow. being infinite, he has the capacity to have an undivided relationship with every individual on the planet if they so desire. You know yeah. that phrase that you use very often that um, describes Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world? Yeah. That's 
every human being who has ever lived and, and God is capable of that well wow, there's another thing to really cook your goose eh um, because if someone came from a big family I mean I came from a medium sized family there were seven of us now age wise we were all kind of spaced out a bit there was about two or three years between each of us so I never felt a lack of attention growing up as a kid but I can well imagine if you grew up in a family of eight or ten or something and the kids were very closely spaced the parents just can't give this sort of as much time to individuals within that family mm. you know now everything balances out in a different way because families all grow up as great friends and do loads of things together you know and they're hanging out with their parents the same way as a single parent child would but um god is not limited in the same way you know right imagine imagine if there was a family on earth and somehow the dad uh, well, had a hundred children right well now how much attention is one of the hundred children going to get from the father Mm. I would say I would say very little, if, if any. Well, that's right. You know, and, and yet God in heaven can give full attention. Um, it's wild. God never says, "Hurry up with your prayer time." Come on, I've loads to people to others to talk to. <laughs> you have another two minutes now. Hurry up! Right. He doesn't right. say that to you, does no. he? No. No. He'll he'll hang out and shoot the breeze with you over an hour if you're on a big long walk and a chat with the Lord. It's wild, isn't it, Dave? Well, it's amazing. Yeah. Like you know that um, he can give six billion people his full attention at the same time. Yeah. Oh, does that's why he's God. Well, I don't know that's why he's God, but that's just the nature of our wonderful uh, creator. But then to look at oh. it from the other crazy angle is that means that, you know, you on your walk there or sitting on a bench somewhere or, you know, doing the hoovering or something, that, y that you have the undivided attention and affection of the one who is the creator of this entire universe yeah well look dave there's loads to get into here because even the whole idea of creation what it is and how god is continually creating and how everything is related that's i mean that's for further discussion i believe mm. of course our time has run out for this episode and uh, i want to thank you all listeners for listening i'm anthony brabazon and i'm david o'rourke david o'rourke mm. and you've been listening to pilgrim talk and tune in again next week same place and uh, there's also i think we have about 100 and 12 archive programs if you if you like what you're hearing and uh, there's plenty more and um we we, we touch on a, quite a lot of topics and certain interviews in there too so listen thank you all for listening and god bless you and tune in to us next time bye-bye god bless bye-bye